All right, uh, please be joined on the line with Tim Newfeld from Tim and the Glory Boys. Tim, thanks so much for doing this today. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. All right, well, I, I guess we got to start with happy belated birthday. Yes, yes, I, I suppose you could. Is it, it was uh, all day yesterday, and it was fantastic. It was a quarantined birthday, so it was a lot of uh, the kids uh, making and uh, giving uh, me homemade gifts. But, you know, those are the best kinds. First ever birthday during a pandemic? First ever. <laughs> what are the chances? Pretty good if you uh, have lived for 100 years. Or like that. <laughs> Which you have not. But it's, right, you've been correct. in music for a long time. Not quite 100 years, but you're uh, you're quite an acclaimed artist. you got Juno, uh, Juno Wins Under Your Belt. You won a number of awards. Uh, you know, yeah. just to take us back, like, when did you get in? Like, what was your start into music, Tim? You got it. That was an amazing transition, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it was, um, you know, it was, it was all in church. I grew up in Winnipeg going to uh, church and, and uh, having a, a parents that were musical in the church and not really feeling all that drawn to the organ, picking up the guitar in uh, the 90s and, and, and just kind of getting an opportunity to get up in front of people, get on stage. Like, a, a, as I found out, so many country uh, and really pop artists, um, it's a shared experience. It's a great place to get your start. And I mean, we're still playing in churches often and, uh, and loving, loving that uh, part of what we do, but that's definitely where, where it began. And, and then started a band with my brother. It was a band called Starfield, and we, uh, we played Christian rock music all over the world, signed to EMI in Nashville. And, uh, and then that ended 10, 15 years later. I'm giving away my age here. I turned 44 <laughs> yesterday. I, I'll go ahead and disclose that. Uh, and uh, so this feels like, you know, like a second chance at uh, a genre of music. Uh, in bluegrass country that I really grew up on and kind of went away from for a, a lot of years. And I'm just absolutely loving the opportunity to do it again. It's, uh, it's blowing my mind that I get the chance to, and I, we're just we're just giddy like schoolgirls, like a bunch of 20-somethings doing it for the first time. You say that you've been doing music for a while. Like, that passion, that fire, I mean, like, does, does switching genres just ignite something in you that, that maybe has been dormant for a while? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the thing, though, is that they're really close genres. Like, gospel, bluegrass, and country have really come from the same place. And, and, um, and you, you hear it throughout the genres. Um, they're all kind of based out of Nashville or uh, really the American South. And uh, so it hasn't been that difficult of a transition. I, it is weird having people drinking beer at a show. That's weird. That's different. <laughs> But I don't, I don't mind beer, so I can, uh, I can relate to that uh, love. Um, and uh, I also, you know, just uh, am, it's, it's the weirdest thing. I'll tell you what the weirdest thing is. It's being in a place like Winnipeg, and, and you know, we're, we're used to going there. We've been touring for five or six years, and it's been a lot of the church folks that have showed up and supported us um, with fervor and um, dedication. It's been amazing. But to have new people show up in the places that we've been at for so long is, is, is weird. And, and to be at these country music festivals where we're this brand new band uh, in a city that we've played in, you know, a dozen times is weird. But, uh, I mean, weirdly amazing and, and so satisfying again. Talking with Tim from uh, Tim Newfeld and the Glory Boys, you started in in gospel music and playing in churches, and and to me, I've always remembered just the the security for the band there. I mean, everybody's on your side, really getting into the music. Do you have that same kind of family feel with a country artist now that you're you're kind of opening those doors as well? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yes, absolutely. The the country music industry, people like you, 
um, people in radio, uh, country music um, association in Canada, uh, all the industry folks, the labels, uh, they feel like a family like that was there all along, but we didn't know existed. We didn't know we were a part of. And, um, and they've been so accepting and loving and, and um, inclusive for us because we kind of feel like, man, we wouldn't blame you if you didn't want to include us in this thing. Like there's a lot of baggage that comes with, uh, for a lot of people with the church and just like, you know, there's a lot of mistrust and maybe it's well-placed, but, um, but that there's been none of that. And that's for us, it's just been like, man, we, we love this family. And it, it feels like our, our inner hillbillies and kind of redneck tendencies or we can be a little more free with who we actually are in, in some of those settings. And that's been incredibly fulfilling as well. And, uh, and yeah, it, it 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 feels very much like a like we have um, been accepted in general. Um, we're yet to sort of play in a lot of the country music festivals around the country, but the few that we have have, have been incredible. Well, the new song, I mean, like that's going to open a lot of doors for you. And and again, like the way that music kind of has really exploded over the last couple years. This has got a different sound, and it's got a different feel to it. Does it feel really like this is? pure tim newfeld and the glory boys yeah i think so i mean we're we're seven years in eight years now i feel like we're still trying to find our sound and it's somewhere between like um like brad paisley and bare naked ladies and uh and maybe like core blonde like where it's it's got a sense of humor but uh, we try not to take ourselves too seriously it's, it's pretty self-deprecating um but it's also you know i i feel like it's quality and the songs are are at, at a level that are um well we we just feel grateful for any any song that like does anything and when you know you know has been um like the 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 highest i guess the song has ever charted for us it's only been on the charts for a month but we're already blown away by the success of it and i guess um i should uh this is a good time to give a shout out to brad rample from high valley who is also managing us right now and uh, who co-wrote that song? Um, to be able to access these songs, I guess, is is uh, everyone feels like a gift. So uh, it's as much Tim and the Glory Boys as anything we've ever done. But um, the partners that we're working with in Brad and so many others um, are just like such world-class artists and people, um, and they've taken our game and our music to an absolutely different level. We actually uh, we had Brad on the morning show last week, and and oh, we no were way. yeah we were talking about uh, you know his influence on a bunch of artists, and and your name came up, and and he's just so proud to be you know in that category. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah, have you uh, yeah. have you been following? Like, are you getting sick of his workout videos? Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough <laughs> watching that guy him. work out. You know, I, him. I I'm I'm sick of his chin line. <laughs> I, I'm sick of all the ways that he's more handsome than than me. And more dedicated and disciplined, <laughs> and a better person, husband, father, everything. Yes, Brad is the perfect human being. <laughs> Talking with Tim Newfeld. Uh, so you mentioned that he is a co-writer of that song. When you know, you know. Uh, yeah. Take us behind the scenes, man. What was it like putting that song together and releasing it to the world of radio? Uh, yeah, like like a dream, man. I mean, it's like you, it's it's really hard to make it in the music industry, and it's it's all about the people that you know and the relationships and the trust that you have with with folks uh, as you kind of walk the road and, and Brad and, and um, Curtis um, started in Christian music. So we've known them for 15 plus years. They were the 
the kids that always had the country twang and never really fit in Christian music. And look at them now. Like it's, it's, it's so cool to, to be able to um, still be working together as it is in any industry or business, like the people that you started with, man, if you get the chance to still work with them, you know, when you have success and when things are working, like there's no greater gift than that in the world. All right, uh, so I got to ask. Uh, so you got a, you got the new single. Are you gonna working on a new EP, a new album? Is there something yes. that's coming down the road? Yes, uh, we have so many good songs coming down the pipe. Uh, all thanks to kind of these these relationships in Nashville and other places. And uh, yeah, they're recorded. They're just sitting there waiting to get released. And uh, we're trying to figure out how to do it in the age of COVID nineteen. Uh, and you know, it's it's just a weird time to to know uh, how to plan for anything. So they're just sitting there and they will be released eventually we're in the meantime uh since we have nothing to do we um this is kind of random but we bought it we bought a 15 acre property just outside of chilliwack here in british columbia and i'm currently looking at the house that we're renovating to be like an artist retreat um kind of studio uh with the view of the mount it's it's unbelievable so that's sort of taking up our time right now as we're also trying to work on release schedules and everything else and um, it's full, and we're practicing social distancing, just in case anybody was wondering. But there's only three of us, and we're, um, we're um, yeah, we're excited about the songs, but excited about what we're doing right now, too. You know, it's too bad that we have to do social distancing, because I would pay to watch Tim Newfell with this country <laughs> artist work on a home, like, work on a project home reno style. I would watch that show every day of the week. Okay. Well, we're taking lots of footage, so we'll at least put it up on Instagram and uh, give you a taste. <laughs> that it, is going to be though. great. That's going to be I, great. I don't, you shouldn't trust me with a sawzall in my hand, that's for sure. <laughs> nope, but we trust you with a guitar in your hand, that's for sure. Uh, so you got the new <laughs> single, you got some new stuff coming up, you're, you're probably going to be touring when this is all said and done. When you were growing up, did you ever think that this level of success was attainable? Uh, certainly not in uh, anywhere outside of gospel music, no. Um, but I have, I have been doing it for a long time, and I feel like, I've learned anything. It's that if you if you dedicate yourself and you stick around, um, you're going to find success. If you've got some talent, if you're able to you know make friends with people and be be somebody that people want to hang out with and and um, and that you can add to their lives and you know that's that's those are the principles that have always existed in in this business and so many others. And I think it's it's sort of what we're experiencing right now. Um, the other thing is, man, I don't take anything for granted, especially now with, you know, all of touring around the world and every sporting uh, industry shut down. Like, you realize how good we have it, how entertained we are, how easy we access music and art, and um, and all of it is just taking on this fresh sort of significance in my life, where I'm just I'm grateful for any chance I get to make music and any chance I get for people to hear it. And to you know be in this relationship with fans and and um, and that's kind of the world we're living in right now for sure. Tim, uh, you've been doing music for a while. We've talked about that. We've kind of gone over your career. Is your stage personality more energetic and entertaining than you are at home, or have you kind of melded into just kind of your onstage performer and your offstage have kind of come together as one person now? Man, great questions. I think uh, they are. Uh, quite similar, except for the fact that my family doesn't appreciate how talented I am when I'm at home. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty involved in, in the lives of my children. I have three kids: Haven, Oliver, and Bowen. Ten, 
11, 10, they're always changing ages. Sorry, 11, 10, and 7. And uh, this time has been so rich for us. Like, uh, it's basically just dawn till dusk if I'm not here working, swinging a hammer. That's uh, WrestleMania in our house. And uh, there's been so many, like, just incredible game nights. and movies. It's, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. But I do feel like I'm still in charge of entertainment when I'm at home. So in that way, they are very similar. Uh, I still got a few more questions for you, Tim. Hopefully you still have a little bit more time. Yeah, dude. Nothing but time. Awesome. Uh, Easter weekend's coming up. Uh, I know that family time is always important to you. What do you guys do for Easter, and how is it going to change now in the world that we live in? Yeah, I mean, every every Easter of my life has been in church, uh, and this one will not be. So um, as much as I want to travel down to Florida and get in trouble with all those people, um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm practicing, you know, staying alive. And not spreading this thing. Um, thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, that was a joke, by the way. I do not want to go. To <laughs> Even if there wasn't COVID, I don't want to go to Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, love those people, uh, but uh, no. So uh, yeah, we're we're gonna probably just do our own thing at home. Um, and uh, I love the tradition of Easter. I love uh, what it means, and and uh, as, as somebody of faith. And um, that's not going to go away. But, you know, we'll just have to get creative with the Easter egg hunts. And uh, my wife and I are already um, kind of planning it. I think for every parent, you have no excuse. This Easter, it better be the greatest Easter egg hunt on your property that has ever happened because you got nothing but time to put it together. Put the kids up in somewhere, watch a movie for two hours, and get elaborate with it. That's my challenge for Steinbeck right now, okay, for Easter this year. Very nice. Now you, you got the kids covered. You got to make sure that you and the wife still have, you know, that date night as well. So, how have you been balancing that? Being a good husband. Oh, great question. Uh, it's uh, well, it was my birthday yesterday, so we had a nice time together after the kids go to bed. That's the thing. I think it's extra tough under these um, quarantine rules to kind of get away from the kids. We've uh, we've definitely um, locked ourselves in our bedroom a few times. We have a suite in the basement of our house too, so we've uh, been down there and then. We have this um, this property that we run away to and just drive quads around and snowmobiles when it's uh, appropriate up here. Um, so, you know, kind of like those dates that you did when you were just dating and you didn't have money to go out to restaurants anyways and you uh, made do, we're, we're prioritizing those kinds of things. Do you do the cooking or is that on her? I do the grilling. She does the cooking. And I'm really great at... Uh, uh, working the skip the dishes app <laughs> you can manage the app eh? oh man i'm a pro on that thing absolutely uh tim uh we've been talking for you know a couple of minutes only but i i feel like you you got this genuineness and you got this really down-to-earth kind of personality in a business that can be harsh and at times even dark how do you keep real to yourself real to your faith in a business that is almost designed to take that away from you interesting i, I don't know that i feel like it is designed to take it away from me if it's designed to take away anything from me it's my family and the time that I would uh, set aside for uh, for them. If I wanted to, I could tour 365 days a year, but I really don't want that. So it's just been a, a matter of saying no to things, honestly. And the, the more I say no to things, the, the happier I am in general. Um, and uh, that's where this, this pandemic is sort of like a uh, a bit of a kick in the pants it's like it's forcing us to say no so i realized how much i actually could say no to more things and spend more time with family but then you know you got to make a living so there's there's that balance but 
um, I think for the most part, being in it this long, it's, um, it's given me pretty great perspective on how special it is to get to be like a rock star at all. And, um, and, uh, and I just like, I really find, uh, the things, um, the simple things in life to be that much more fulfilling. And it's almost always something to do with my family and, you know, not spending money. So, um, I suppose that's how it's, that's how it's prioritized. Who's harder to please, old school country fans or new school country fans that kind of want the next single, the next album right away? Who's harder to please? Um, man, I think the the new it's 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 easy to sort of um, to generalize here, but I I feel like the new fans are only having to abide by a new system which old fans are also learning to abide by. I think streaming has turned everything upside down, so it's, it's very much uh, on demand for, uh, for the older artists. I guess I could be categorized as that. Certainly, um, as I was making albums at the highest level when albums were the only thing. Um, I think it's better. I think the new way is better. Uh, but it just forces us old farts with, uh, you know, uh, a bunch of ingrained sort of, ways of doing things to, to sort of get with the program and, and just make more art, which at the end of the day is the lifeblood of, of our industry. Right. And, and, uh, and I love that challenge. I love being forced to keep up with these, um, new groups that are putting stuff out every month and the record labels are encouraging it. And, um, Spotify is an incredible tool. Apple, uh, all the streaming services are amazing. And, um, it's a little bit of a transition, but ultimately, I guess to answer your question, uh, the oldsters are always harder to please in pretty much every way. But uh, as an oldster, I'm I'm learning how to change and and adapt and 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 hopefully compete on that level. All right, so I got one more kind of uh, deeper one before we lighten up to to close out this conversation. Sure. sure. Uh, would you rather have a greatest hits album with 11 or 12 tracks on it? Or would you rather have that one song that lasted like the entire period of music, like that generational song? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And again, great question, Dave. Uh, these are literally—I've never thought about these things, but they're kind of brilliant things to consider. I, I have a I, lot of time on my hands, Tim. Yeah, really though—I—I've I, uh, never had like that giant hit. I've only had hit records, I guess, and 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 then like the word hit. Is, is with air quotes because that's so subjective. But uh, because of that, I think I think a hit song would be a, a lot of fun. I've had a lot of friends that have had them and just to like encourage them and cheered them on as they've kind of risen in, in popularity and and um, notoriety and success. And uh, that would be a lot of fun. And honestly, when you know, you know, the song that's currently on the charts for us is is already provided so much of that for us. I don't know if I can take much more, but. Um, I'm sure I can, and and we're nothing but grateful. Is there some pressure with uh, the next release, or, or like now that when you know you know is hit? Like, is there no. so? If you know, honestly, not at all. We because any of this is just it just feels like extra. We we were doing our thing, and we kind of thought, man. And honestly, we were encouraged by people like Brad Rempel of High Valley or Paul Brandt, and the Hunter brothers have been really supportive to just go for it. Like you. You know, they would say something like, you're so close to country, 
music anyways, the kind of stuff we're doing. The, the audience is very similar. Just, just try it out. And it's, it's, so that's been the adventure. Um, but we've done it all independently. So like anything we do, um, as an unsigned band, just, just feels like, you know, like an insurmountable feat. Like it's just, we're, we're high-fiving daily when we climb from 36 to 33. If we were labeled up and, you know, had all these expectations on us, it would be like, oh, you only made it three spots up on the chart this week, but we're just like blown away that we're even in the 30s. So that's where it feels like we can't really screw this up. All right, uh, two more just to close out with you here, Tim. I uh, typed in yeah. when you know you know into YouTube and I see a beautiful picture of two people smiling. It looks like on a very, very happy day. Who are those people? <laughs> those uh, are my parents. That's Bob and Donna Newfeld in 1971 in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Shortly after uh, becoming betrothed, there's still confetti on my dad's jacket if you zoom in. Um, <laughs> they are the example for me of like what love and marriage and commitment is supposed to be. Their next year their, uh, is their 50th anniversary. My dad turns 80 next week. A um, lot of milestones during this quarantine. Hopefully that that new that wedding anniversary is not during quarantine. If we're still in quarantine in June, I don't even know what's going to happen. But um, we are definitely uh, like grateful, and their example has has been monumental for me in ways that I understand, and, and I'm sure in so many that I don't. Well, I got to tell you, like uh, the song is great. You're you're a really great guy. But the only reason I really wanted to talk to you is I'm from Thunder Bay, so really? yeah. Uh, so that's why it drew me. That's why. That's the only reason I really wanted to talk to you, so I could tell you that I'm from Thunder <laughs> Bay. Fine. I'll take it. Yeah, it's okay. All um, right. Yes, they were. They were. My mom was raised there, and and they met there, and fell in love there, and we we had a cottage on Lake Superior for a lot of years, and it's it's a big part of my um, story as well. Now I, I remember we we went back last year, just seeing like the Sleeping Giant and just some of yeah. the the Terry Fox monuments, yeah. some of the milestones in, in Thunder Bay. It's a cool place, man. It stinks half the time. It is. Maybe a little more than. It's got some. It's got some history, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tim. We'll wrap up with uh, you know fans now that they they've heard you. They they love the new song. That you're into the country music genre now. Where can they keep an eye on you? Where can they follow you for some new stuff? Whether it's music or fun content. Uh, Where can people kind of track you? Yeah, just on all the social sites. It's Tim and the Glory Boys. Just Google it. It'll all come up and. uh, we're going to try and be better at updating it. We kind of took a few weeks off to figure out what was what the heck was going on in our world. But um, I think we're back. We'll have some stuff posted today, I promise. Tim, uh, I hope that when this is all said and done, you can come into studio. We can get you to play a song live, and we'd love to have you in at Country 107. I would love that so much. We'd love to sign back. Tim, happy Easter to you and your family, and uh, thanks for doing this. Absolutely. You too, and uh, bless you guys.